And we're back for another episode of Hard Not Life dedicated to the new core of hip hop, the business, the brand, and the balance between authenticity and entertainment. And we are powered by one of the most authentic clothing lines in the world. When I say, oh, you say thinic, oh, thinic, oh, thinic. Shout out to Modern Marvel for being <laughs> on, on top of that one. Class material in Y. And the big homie Carlos. I am your host and moderator, Lion Goodman, the Lion of Bed Stuy. Well, my co host likes to introduce himself. My name is The K Marco. I am from Newark, New Jersey. And some people call me New Jersey's Juggernauts. If you want a piece of me, come find me, because these hands is rated E for who, Milton? Everyone. It's rated E for everyone. Lest we forget, he is also the body roll king. <laughs> body roll king in North New Jersey. Come see me. Uh, our executive producer is kind of disgusted with the title of New Jersey Juggernaut now. Uh, only because of Marvel Contest of Champions. And I can't beat him. I can't beat him. He fucking makes me so aggravated and then i think of you and i'm like i can't beat him he's the unstoppable juggernaut no i just keep hitting him and then nothing happens it's fucking terrible Fuck she doesn't juggernaut. know how to parry and dodge i can't him. okay let's not talk about how bad i am at this game i love it but how are you doing to our executive producer i'm good that's great thanks thanks yo, for asking yo i heard that you'd be working on podcasts what are they names oh you have a few podcasts actually I have a Book of Rhymes. Yep. I have... With Don Will, right? Host Don Will. Yep. I have Come Eat With Me with uh, host Carlos, also known as Classic Material. Nice. Um, and the last one is Cocktails and Cancer with uh, MJ and Danny. Can I say shout out to them? Edited for, uh-huh. by me. Yes. yes edited, edited by Lion. So shout yeah. to them because we went to the the launch party as a family. Yes, we did. That was beautiful. We had drinks with a bunch of women that looked like they're friends with my aunts. I enjoyed it. <laughs> they were absolutely friends with your aunt. Bruh. <laughs> everybody in there looked like they had a 401k, a good job, and they drove a car that like might be able to park itself. Yeah. It was amazing. They're definitely your your mom's sorors. Yeah. Absolutely, they, they are. Definitely. One no, of the hosts are. literally is one of my both hosts. Of, no, both of them. They yeah, both, both oh, are. They oh, both are. That's why I was like, no, they Amazing. really are. They both are. Um, yeah, shout to them. Yes. Fuck cancer, always. Yes, most definitely. And our permanent guest, <laughs> Melton, how are you doing? I'm well. I uh, I bought a new phone last week, so this week, still pl- messing around with it. And to the most talented man in the world, Modern Marvel. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Shout to, shout to Modern Marvel. We're back for uh, part two of the hip-hop and sports uh, discussion. And as y'all heard last week, the K. Marco could not stop talking about music and following the rule set. But now I can unleash this motherfucker. I would, I would also like to point out that maybe I was a little confused about the specific topics we were going to hit. But okay. The topic that you wanted to discuss. Yeah, but you know what? This is an off-the-mic conversation, sir, and we will have it later. Ooh. 
<laughs> Spicy. I can't snap my fingers correctly, but. So, rap and sports. Within the music. Mm-hmm. I'd like to quote J. Cole. Uh, they telling niggas, sell dope rap or go to the NBA. I think that relationship between hip-hop and sports is kind of personified in that um, or defined in that in the type of opportunities that black boys stereotypically have in this day and age. How do you feel about that relationship? So... I'm not against anyone making music. Um, if you want to play basketball and try to rap on the side and be Lonzo Ball and sell $500 sneakers, that's on you, my G. Well, while I eviscerate you, if your bars is trash, absolutely. But I mean, I also don't have to listen to it. So I'm with it. And if anything, Shaq kind of set the bar pretty high. It's like if you can't have a platinum record and a gold record and get a feature from B.I.G., like, then you, Jack did it. Why can't you do it? Figure it out. Shoot, uh, Kobe was in the Brandy song, right? Right? Am I the only person that was it Brandy? This? I thought it was another one, but also wasn't he rapping in French? Yes, he well, was. No French because he's he's dope. <laughs> dope in the socially awkward. Um, <laughs> kind of teetering on just complete asshole indefinite snitch awkward so, can we talk about the fact that Kobe Bryant had a song with Tyra Banks that's a oh. I'm Ooh. more surprised I'm more Star surprised power. by Tyra Banks than I am by Kobe and it's kind of a running theme is that there's rappers that want to ball and there's ballers that want to rap but when you're talking about professional sports, two leagues have taken very different stances on that. And we brought it up last week, but let's talk about it now. Let's talk about the NBA All-Stars, All-Star Game halftime show and the Super Bowl halftime show. In the last 10 years, roughly half of the shows for the All-Star Game have actually been headlined by rappers. And then there's Alicia Keys, who had, like, two. And John Legend, who had two. Which is strange, because they weren't exactly... Like, hype performances. High, or, like, I mean, I'm going to say relevant in the last 10 years. Hey, hey. Number one, Chrissy Teigen keeps John Legend relevant. Number two, if you're just trying to go for people with high Q ratings and not a lot of people upset at them... You can't go that wrong with John Legend and Alicia Keys, because in the right light, everyone can identify with them. When's the last time? What's the last albums you heard from those two? And I guarantee you, they weren't in the last ten years. First off, Alicia Keys dropped an album, I believe, two years ago, and it had did a you, banger you, on it. So you listened to the single, but did you listen to the album? I'm more of a rap. Guy oh, than okay. Guy. Look, there's the there's the plea. I was expecting that. <laughs> supposed to say but i wasn't listening to please on sale today (laughs) (laughs) yo wait didn't john legend came out with that song where he had that video with his wife in it and she was all wasn't that an album at some point wasn't that within the he did drop a legendary christmas which like (laughs) (laughs) 
which was this year. That was this year. Oh I actually gosh. saw a video. Oh my god, that, that might be my favorite really? album title. Yeah. Yeah. He is. just he was like, we're gonna go full pun with this. So um yeah, so he he's dropped music. So I just want to show you the album art real quick for all you podcast people. Yes. 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 Um, right yes. now we're looking at a picture of John Legend in a Santa hat with a bow tie in a square box. And he brought the dimples with him. He did bring the dimples. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. Yeah. <laughs> also, yo, it needs to be yo. on our Instagram. <laughs> however, however, the Super Bowl's relationship with, with hip-hop is way more, I guess, way more contentious. It was brought up last week with the 2019 Super Bowl where you're in Atlanta uh, and... The actual headliner was Maroon 5 and Travis Scott, who had definitely one of the biggest songs of the year, 2018, and Big Boy, who is from Atlanta, were basically stuck with 30-second sets in their performance. Although uh, Travis's entrance was kind of fire. It was incredible. They could have just given the halftime show to Travis Scott. I mean, if he's gonna like, if he's gonna sell out, might as well give him the full show. Yeah, I'm not gonna say he sold out. They ended up donating like half a mil into a charity organization off of that. So I'm not mad at that. Pepsi, the one that sponsored it. Uh, the NFL, the league did, because they were gonna. the The story goes that they were gonna give Travis money to donate, and he was like, "No, this needs to come from y'all." So they donated uh, to. Charity. Okay, I don't know what charity. I don't know if it has actually anything to do with the black community, but I will shoot the bail on that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we we did touch on that relationship last week, but I want to pose a question. Even though the NBA really has established their brand in in collaboration with rap music do you think when the nfl fucks with a rapper it kind of means that they really made it no the closest nfl gets to rap music is the soundtrack of madden and that's like as far as they'll ever go with it to be honest like what was the last rapper that they had in a super bowl halftime show that wasn't last year and it was Missy Elliott in 2015 during a Katy Perry performance. Like, that is weird, sir. And then a lot of this stems from, a lot of this, kind. Of, I feel like it stems from the Janet Jackson Super Bowl thing. Yeah, I was going to say that because I think they were scared. They, they were they're very scared about something bad happening. Yeah. That's wild because neither of the people involved in that rapped. Also, Prince's performance where he, like, he had a big dick first for off, a guitar. First off, that's the best thing that ever could happen to NFL because that's hands down the best halftime show ever. That shit was phenomenal. Prince is so bad, motherfucker did half the halftime performance in a do rag and it took that motherfucker off when it started raining. That's how bad Prince was. Wait, he he took it off when it started raining. Yes, mm. that's how bad of a motherfucker Prince was. He unleashed the waves. <laughs> 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 he, uh, it, oh, oh, it wasn't waves. Some somebody there was a process going on in there. Mm. Oh man, that was that what, was magnificent. What I meant is, um, when I uh, the well, I haven't I didn't I haven't watched the Super Bowl really, 
in a while or at least that's my story oh. and yeah. i remember re- listening to i think it was uh 4047 and i remember hearing future same damn time it was playing in the stadium a crowd of around 50,000 and it's cl- ecl- eclipsing any nba arena yeah. but also you're on at the super bowl that's being watched by roughly a hundred million people and you hear future rapping same damn time and i think that's a really big moment from him maybe people don't notice but i think in law of averages you have to have that's that's great access and you don't have to pay for that you know that's just a part of the soundtrack so the nfl would be weird if they banned hip-hop being played in the stadiums i think that's more of a team specific thing there's definitely a relationship between hip-hop and the players as you can see not this year but the year before the philadelphia eagles came out to uh dreams and nightmares by meek mill and then when meek got out of jail who who was there to help him to help greet him was robert Kraft, who's the owner of the patriots robert Kraft is playing both sides though and we're getting to that because Robert Kraft is out here getting appointed special positions by the president, but then also saying that he's trying to work for uh, ref- jail reform, jail prison reform, reform, prison reform, um, and that's and that's kind of the thing, and that's the thing that Kaepernick's protest brought to light too, where they want to put up a front where they're here for the community, but it always seems like they only want to do what's good for their bottom, their bottom line. Case in point: watching Jerry Jones kneel with all of his players before the start of a game. And then, like, a couple years later, the NFL passing a rule, just making it like, nah, y'all have to stand for this. <laughs> the NFL likes to play both sides because they they deal with an audience that's broad and just different from the NBA and older than the NBA's, too. So, I just, the NFL always feel like they've kept things at arm length. And if anyone does anything related to hip-hop, it's a team-specific thing, like... Macklemore performed in 2014 halftime of the NFC Championship, but that's because the, Se- the Seattle Seahawks were in the Super Bowl. The, yeah, they were in the championship game, and he's from Seattle. And then one of the years that the Steelers went on a playoff run, Black and Yellow was kind of their theme song too. But once again, those are two super commercial songs that are super pop viable, and those were specific team decisions. That wasn't the overall embrace from the NBA, the same way that having someone do the halftime show would be. Now, there's also rumors that Jay-Z turned down doing the halftime show when the Super Bowl was in New York, but we don't know. Like, Well, there were rumors. there's rumors that he turns down the Super Bowl every year. He definitely was one of the people that was uh, said to have turned it down, had, to, had a conversation with Travis Scott, about it, Cardi B uh, was said to have turned down a, the Super Bowl performance as well. But she was she's she still had obligations during Super Bowl weekend though, because she signed a contract with Pepsi and she was in that Pepsi commercial. But that's still not a direct relationship with the NFL. The NFL, well, you know, absolutely. just because you're in the city, a lot of people did shows in the in, in the in Atlanta during Super Bowl weekend because there's going to be a lot of activity in Atlanta. Uh, let's go specific. Athletes who rap, and we have touched on it a little bit, and let's, let's let's really delve into it. Let's talk about those athletes. So let's get into this Allen Iverson forty bars, where my man is out here talking super spicy, 
on just 40 bars, no hook. Shout out to Jules. <laughs> Yo. Oh no. Which one? No, that's that was his nickname. That was oh, his student. Okay, that was his okay. uh oh. Oh, it might have been Jules. I don't know. I, was, I can't remember. Yo, I was so worried that you were about to say that like Joel's ghost wrote that for Alan Iverson. No. I'd have been so there's no sad. there's no evidence of that. There's no evidence of that. Oh uh, man. And this is also like when Alan Iverson was pulling up for forty. For sure. <laughs> and this was supposed to be the single for an album that never came out. And he ended up having to apologize because he uses several bad words that were still bad in what two thousand. When did this even come out? Sheesh! Big wavy. I, I will say that he uh, upset again the most hated man in NBA history, David Stern, who said the lyrics that have been attributed to Allen Iverson's soon-to-be-released rap CD are coarse, offensive, and antisocial. Whatever constitutional rights of free speech an individual may have. There is no constitutional right to participate in the NBA, and I have the power to disqualify players who engage in offensive conduct, Woo! including inappropriate speech. There is what are regarded as classic classic versus bars or albums from the likes of Shaq, Kobe Bryant, and I'm going to say Steven Jackson is up there, just because I think that Steven Jackson was just rapping about his life before he got to the league. That motherfucker Sir. is hardcore. Sir, are we not going to talk about B-Ball's Best Kept Secret? It's a compilation album released on Epic Records. Bruh, it Speak was released on in it. 1994. Speak on it. Let me just tell you who's on this. Dana Barros, my nigga. Malik Seeley, R.I.P. Shaquille O'Neal and L. Al Scratch. Cedric Sabalos and Warren G. Brian Shaw. Chris Mills. Wait. Swain King Tech are on this. Jason Kidd has a verse on here. Wow. J.R. Ryder has a song. Dennis Scott has a song. Cats forget J.R. Ryder was a beast and then, you know. Also, Dedrick, yo, Dana, Dana Brown, Cedric Sabalos does a, has a song with Grand Poopa, Sadat X, AG, and Diamond D. They basically <laughs> did a song with DITC. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, crazy. Like, That's fucking like, crazy. They, I just, like, cats don't remember. Y'all, y'all youngins out here don't remember the, like, 90s era Pistons when Grant Hill was the best player in the league and Dana Barros was the starting point guard. Y'all not, y'all, y'all forgot when Malik Sealy was, like, the second best player on the Timberwolves after Kevin Garnett. Like, this, this is real. Brian Shaw is a goddamn coach in the NBA right now. And Jason Kidd simultaneously resurrected my Nets twice as a coach and as a player and then demolished them again. And he yes. has a song on here. Yeah. I can't, I, it's whole, I hate Jason Kidd. Jason I, Kidd trash. I love Jason Kidd trash. Like him on the court. Everything about that motherfucker. Yo, his son almost died on the court because he just let him run on run onto the court and he almost got ran over by a basketball player. And he's he is a unrepentant and serial drunk driver and I was surprised that Canada let him in for Toronto Raptors games. Word. Word. Because Canada does not play. You get if you have a drunk driving on your jacket they do not let you into there yeah don't let the light skin and light eyes fool you my man got paper and he be and he was beating on his wife i mean yes. you said it was self-defense but i mean like that man is still uh what six two no six three he's like six four six five six four he's a damn he's that a tall? tall point guard but yo yeah. start on jason kid yeah bitch ass. not um, bitch ass, but like i don't like you sir speak, <laughs> speaking speaking on um speaking on the young youngsters 
do you think these newer uh, athletes are making music for the youngsters? Because I am going to be honest, I have not listened to one verse from Iman Shumpert or Damian Lillard. Um, and everybody continues to say that uh, as far as best spitters in the league, it's a, it's a toss-up between those two. There's Zoe. There's Alonzo that wants to get in that conversation. But you're right. It's probably between... I'm talking about that, best spitters. It's probably, it's probably, it's probably between Dame Dalla and Iman Shumpert. Now, number one, Iman Shumpert married Tiana Taylor, so he already won. Off rip. <laughs> so, yeah. Two, I don't know, man. It's kind of a toss-up. Shout to Iman for making a mixtape when he when they made the playoffs with the with the Knicks that year. <laughs> Do people remember that? <laughs> Maybe it's just me. No, yeah, it's just you. Sorry. <laughs> uh, let's talk about. Oh wait, wait. Can I just give one more shout out though to Troy Hudson, the man that was doing this and killing the game in Minnesota, rapping when he played for the Timberwolves. His apparently his concerts were legendary. Like I'm not even joking. But but Minnesota, the one they have a proud musical history. Prince was was uh, probably their super fan. And don't hate on uh, Rhyme Sayers Entertainment. Oh yeah, forgot they're Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> so you know there is this there is this mi- out here. and you know it's it's fucking Minnesota. So yeah, they're gonna support anything that goes on in that state. Uh, but let's uh, switch gears and talk about the rappers in sports. Uh, and in doing this research found out some really interesting facts about uh, certain rappers. Like, for example, Nelly was in the St. Louis Amateur Baseball Association. Yeah, I think he got, I don't know if he got drafted, but I think he signed a minor league deal Yeah, to to play baseball. Um, The game, he actually had a scholarship to Washington State University, and then it was taken away because of drug possession. That makes sense. Um, on brand. Two Chains, who obviously is more known about his his relationship with basketball because of rap and go to the league. The first song is when he was in high school and he was being announced to the to the uh, court. And then there's uh, Fifty Cent, who was a boxer. Don't know if he was has he? his golden gloves, but he definitely he. Well, he's a big motherfucker, man. He's like six two. He's huge. So I can see that. And he was from he's from. New York, and I don't know many other towns that holds a reverence for for boxing. Then there's Wale, who had played football for two different colleges, but was dropped because of he his issues with the coaches. And I'm now wondering, is that a running theme with Wale and I guess authority <laughs> that he just has problems what with position taking what position did Wale play football probably, he probably was either he probably is tough enough for a corner I could see him as a I could see him he could have been a fullback how tall is Wale he's short this is, he's, he's short, like he's right? like 5'8 maybe yeah I, I don't, don't think know what he's position that tall. he played do you have to be tall to be part of the you no, don't no, but like NHL. I don't know how stocky <laughs> Wale is Oh, we got. We also have to shout out uh, Ron Killings, aka Our Truth, who is a wrestler and had a big rap career um, down south. Is that true? Yes, Chaz King has put me onto it. Mm-hmm. Like Ron Killings had a legit rap career, dog. Um, and oh, oh, that means can his, we get? Wait, I just want to. This makes so much. His character in WWE makes so much more sense now. Yes. 
I wish more people knew about that. Uh, and then there is the uh, probably the most amazing Cameron. Uh, Cameron that makes oh, yeah, so high school team. Yes, you're right. Giles. And um, Cameron walked away from a college scholarship. No, he tore his hamstring. Is that why? Yeah. So he he was very good at, in high school, and then uh, he lost, and he took it so bad that he stopped going to high school. And <laughs> <laughs> That's like because he like he don't particularly talk about like the hammy. He talks about like yeah. yo he was getting this money yeah. in the streets, and so he was like, man, fuck, fuck basketball, fuck school. Yeah, but it was he's like, yo, the hammies, huh? I'm not gonna go to school. And then he left New York City, went to Texas, got his GED. Um, there was a maybe he didn't leave Texas to get his GED, but he got his GED. Then a school in Texas was trying to recruit him for the NCAA. Then at some point during that time period, he um, injured himself. Oh, wow. Also, apparently Rick Ross played uh, college football at Albany State in Georgia. Yeah, and uh, as well as Schoolboy Q. Well, and that was in, that was in he high played, school. He played high school. But uh, the, the other <laughs> uh, most amazing potential sports career is Master P, who was signed to the Toronto Raptors and Charlotte Hornets, even though he he didn't end up making the cut for either of the teams for the, the season. But yo, my man was on a summer t- on a summer league team. It's like that's amazing. Shout out to him. And there are a lot of rappers who had kids that played football or that played sports in college, like Will Smith. Will Smith's son was a wide receiver. So was Snoop Dogg's. But then they're yeah. both like, I want to do music, but this sports well, shit. Snoop, Snoop Dogg is, and he owns a team, a little league team. He owns a little league. Uh, he owns a little league. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> Sorry. Full stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Story about that. Diddy's son was moving to Cali. Diddy wanted his son to play a Pop Warner out in Cali. He was like, hit up Snoop's league and see if he can play. I call Snoop's league and be like, yo, I have a kid he wants to play. He's like, yo. Just so you know, we don't play no games here. Like, he got to be prepared to really play football. And I was like, oh, okay. He was like, this is not for beginners. So Snoop's League out there is serious. And apparently they produced a couple, like, NFL players. So he takes, yeah, they, he, they take he takes his league very, very, very serious. Uncle Snoop is, is for the children. Hmm. As well as the hoes. Mm. Oh, we're talking about uh, we're talking about musicians who started their own league. We're going to talk about Ice Cube and the Big Three. Do you tell? The Ice Cube... Started three on three basketball, uh, like traveling basketball league. Forgot um, about a, that. A washed up athlete. Well, they're just former. They're all former NBA players. Which one? They're not washed up. It's continuing uh, education. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, that's the thing though. So, this is the funny thing about it. Just as the big, the big three's been around. I believe this is going to be its third season. But as they're doing this, the Olympics have started thinking about doing three-on-three basketball as an Olympic sport. So it's kind of funny that this league comes along and then the Olympics are talking about making it like an Olympic sport. And not only that, like, it kind of works because they have all these games at one time in an arena. You can go there. You can watch former NBA players. It just kind of works. And shout out to them for creating, one, a space for people to play basketball after their, like, NBA career is done. And two, like providing a product that is like viable, and it doesn't compete with the NBA because it's during that off season. It's like 
It's kind of dope. I didn't think it would get as much traction as it is, but they're on TV. I like And they it. travel. So yeah, it's cool. I really like it. And I like the fact that the court is smaller. <laughs> that's well, cute. three versus three, so it doesn't have yeah, to be. Yeah, it's cute, though. And that's, you know, I like those older ones. they just using half a court? They're using, like, a littler yeah. court. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little court and the big men on it. Really <laughs> Does that make you feel like you could play? Because it's on a littler court? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving me a little bit of hope. And you know I'm an older older woman, so you know I'm, I'm in that in that category. I could I could I mean I'm short. I can't reach anything. Mm-hmm. I can't shoot anything. So <laughs> I, I have a I have a question for the for the group now. Which and you can give me three. I I have five here, but you can give me three. Which sport has athletes with the most references? So what sport? The K Marcos references. Yeah, you give me three. Like you know, rank them. Uh, oh, rank them. Yeah. Basketball, football, boxing. Hmm. In that order. Okay. Milton, you want to go next? Sure. Um, basketball, baseball, boxing. Okay. You want to give it a shot, Mika? I would say basketball, football, and I don't think there's a third one. Okay. Wait, do you have the answer to this? Yes, I do have the answer. Okay. Oh. Is fencing in there? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. In just the to... 90s, a lot of rappers were saying on guard. Well, just. <laughs> Can I just say also, side note that the K Marco used to do fencing. Yeah, I used to fence. Yes. High He's a high school. Didn't you win championships and stuff? I was named to the all state team oh. my senior year. Yes. And we won state championships, I think, every year that I fenced. Look at you. Except for maybe one. Fun fact. And if you're going to fence, fence Saber, because all the other weapons are corny. And if you want to fence the Kane Marco, let us know. If you want to fence me, let me know six months out so I can train. And then we could, trash now. we could we could definitely tape that and we'll put it on the podcast. I'm with it. I'm with Content. it. Um, and so everybody was close, technically. Here we go. Fifth is actually boxing. Huh. Okay. 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 With 28 references. And this is also according to Genius. So when you're actually looking at boxing, the fourth would be baseball with 127. Okay. Okay. Now it gets a little tricky. So Wait, I'm just. That's 127 motherfuckers. Different name athletes. Check? Yeah. Damn. Can you run so through the list real quick? I'm no. going to say. <laughs> so I'm going to say here that. You'd probably, yeah, you're going to have football third. Okay. Because there's 149 references and then 23 coaches that have been referenced. Mm. Ah, okay. Coaches ain't athletes? Exactly. That's why I said it's <laughs> athletes. Uh, and then there is basketball. That's all second. That's with 218 second. references. But then there's the 19 coaches that are referenced. Wait, wait, wait. wait but so when you're basketball. dealing with actual athletes, WWF, wrestling, pro wrestling, pro wrestling and fighting, Hogan Bar, 220 reference individual athletes Kane, that are referenced. You should have known that. What? Kane, you should have known that. Come on. It doesn't surprise me, but it surprises me. Like, you should have known better. That many different. Re- mm. I don't know if I could name 200 wrestlers. No, 
it well hmm. well from like the 80s so wow. it's like hulk hogan I mean, there are like a lot of different those, people, but yeah, like, from the, how many what? of these references come from Action Bronson? <laughs> <laughs> they don't have that listed. They just listed. They listed the smoke. Oh, West Side Gun. West Side Gun too. Mm. Yo, speak, also, oh man. Can I take a gander at that list? Yeah, please, send me, yeah, send me the link. I gotta look at this shit. Yeah, like I would, I, like <laughs> I mean, like mostly, like there's I know a lot of eighties motherfuckers. Like yeah, there's like King Kong Bundy. You know, older. I bet she's gonna be a lot of older. No, no, because you have, you have, well, you have like the the '90s and like the late '90s, the 2000s, like Kurt Angle, Most Stone Cold, Gina Carano, even Paul Bearer, Chris Benoit, re- D'Lo oh, Brown. Yo, I really want to know. Cena. I really want to know where they're. This is like somehow you know what they're probably doing. They're probably counting all the theme songs. No, <laughs> these are references. not even that. They're probably <laughs> counting the rap albums that WWF put out. They only put out one rap album. There's one. What? There's only one rap album. No, there's I mean, a compilation. There's, and then no, Johnson so because you have somebody okay, like so no, two, they, yeah. they they do list it when you select them. Yeah. So like Fit Finlay. See, I ain't Fit Finlay. I yeah, get yeah, in yeah. where I fit. You know, that's other playlistic kind of like music. You got Goldberg. Huh. I, this is. I just gotta say, man. I I love Jack it. Hammer, Suplex, Goldberg. Who's next? No, like it's, bruh. I I, it all makes I gotta sense. Say, yo, Vince is out here winning. Yeah. Vince does not. A lose. lot of these are definitely Wale, Chavo Guerrero Jr. Is, is. If yo, someone, how the fuck do you get Eddie Chavo? Eddie Guerrero, rest yeah. in peace, Arsenal, um, during an actual. Bruh. A rap battle. Okay. okay. Yeah, rap battle. Wait. They have rap battles annotated on, on Genius. Shout out to Rap Genius. <laughs> Yo. Yo, Rap Genius is out here, dog. We definitely want to hear your opinion. I'm sure we missed some. How about you drop your favorite verses or bars, uh, specifically uh, referencing athletes, or just let us know who we missed. This is a lot to cover. Uh, but the relationship between hip hop and sports is vast, and I think we did our best to cover as many different facets of that relationship as possible. But if we missed them, let us know at our socials, both Twitter and Instagram at, at HKL Podcast, and on Facebook at Hard Not Life Podcast. We'd be happy to hear from you. We know y'all gotta live this hard in our life. But we hope y'all make it look easy. Until next time. Peace.